0: Hola and welcome to the Beautiest Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Every week, we hop on a roller coaster, share laughter and tears on topics we might be ashamed to discuss. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jemini Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hey, 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 hey! I'm my hyper right now. <laughs> We're back, guys, and we talked about a lot of trauma lately, right? It's like, girl, what you, you just like breaking our hearts, breaking our hearts. But I thought it was important to talk about our ancestors and our past and all that stuff. But um, it's February, right? And Valentine's Day is approaching. So before Valentine's Day, I thought it was important to talk about healing after a breakup. <laughs> this girl is great. Yes, I know. So what happens when your heart is broken in pieces? You thought you were the bestest couple, hashtag couple goals, or that you would be marrying that person. That's my boo forever, ever, ever. Breaking up, whether it's a situationship. Yes, we know that that's like the new thing. People got situationships. Or long-term relationship, marriage, long-term dating, lo que a ti te dé la gana, whatever it is, right? Tu marido, tu esposo, whatever, right? Very often, most folks go through the five stages of grief during a breakup. The five stages of grief is from Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Um, I said grief. I listen, I'll be all right. But those five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So some of us have stayed stuck in one stage or another. And I'm going to share a piece of my story as to how I went through some of those stages um, and how we can heal after breakup. So when my son's father broke up with me via text message, yes, via text message, after nine years being together, I got curved via text. Could you believe that was a text message? I still, you know, I still can't believe that. But still, you know, that was hard. That was really hard. We were living together. And you text me, like you left to work that morning and you text me. I couldn't believe it. I was devastated. I was like, how you, how you going to leave me? How you going to want to leave me? Right? That's how we go through. <laughs> then it turned into, so who you left me for? Like, I had to do some crazy, deep searches, hacking stuff, breaking into stuff, finding pictures, names, phone numbers, calling people. Yes, I went through I went through a moment, guys. It's okay. You heal. This was a lot of years ago. Hacked and called people, embarrassed myself, really embarrassed myself calling people like, Are you with my man? Is that why he left me for you? Lord have mercy. Yes. Jimilee went there. Next, I went on to... Seriously hating this person. Like, how dare you leave me and your son? And at that moment, not only was it leaving me and my son, but I was pregnant at that time. And so I was even more vulnerable because it was just like, you wanted me to be pregnant and I'm pregnant and you left me. Really? Like, I can't stand you. Can't stand you. Um, Then I stopped and was like, I love you. How could you leave me? I'm your family. I'll do anything so that. We can be together, please. We have a family, right? It was really hard. Um, Needless to say, I only have one child. I don't have two. But um, that's another topic for discussion. Um, The hardest one that really hit me was the depression because not only was it a loss of a child, the loss of a partner at that time, but I was really deep down in the dumps. It's like the stories that he told me, I wasn't good enough, nobody's going to be with you, you crazy, you this, you that. I was depressed. It's like how I, I, I took all your bullshit. I took everything that you did to me and you still left me. I've shown you that I'm loyal to you. Um, and you still left me, you still left me in my most vulnerable period. You, you know, I had to grieve so many different things and I was literally so depressed. I was at my deepest and my darkest moment to where my best friend was checking in on me, put a whole safety action plan for me because she was worried. And when I tell you I was at a dark phase where I was, um, depressed, suicidal, um, not in my right state of mind and, and just my thought process was really dark and, you know, having my, my mom and my, my friends just really check in on me, ooh, I, I love them till this day for that. Um, so then one day I just moved, and I just accepted. I moved to acceptance, and I accepted that, honestly, the relationship wasn't working for many years. Like, honestly, girl, you was taking so many cuernos, it wasn't even funny. Like, you was getting played left and right. You were not valued um, you contributed to some things, right, because not everything is always one-sided. There's always two sides to a story. But I accepted the fact that I wanted out of the relationship a long time ago, but I never knew how to move out, move along, move within myself, because I had all those stories stuck in my head. Who's going to be with you? Girl, you fat, you got a kid, you this, you that. It's every single thing that was replaying in my head of the stories that he told me and also stories from my past, stories from my own trauma that um, were impacting me from having the courage to move along, right? So when I accepted and I was able to move along and heal, I had so much courage. I had strength. I was praying. I was in a different phase. Um, I wasn't, I, you know, the insecurities were still there, but I was accepting of it. It was weird, right? Um, when I started praying and not bargaining, because I was bargaining, and I was bargaining with the Lord. I really was. When I tell you, I even went to freaking people to to for, um to go read your cards. Like, I was that, like, girl, I was desperate, 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 But things changed when I started focusing on my own spiritual path. That changed for me. I was out there. I put myself out there. I started working on myself. I got snatched, lost some weight, and I started dating, and I started doing things for me, loving myself. You know, it took years to undo. I'm talking about years to undo the stories and the pain and the trauma um, from that breakup. But when the healing journey begins, whoo, child, it's amazing. It's amazing. So you must be asking, girl, so how you heal? How you heal? Because my heart's broke. My heart's broken right here, right? Music. Music was everything. And if you want to ask Beyonce, she got a song for everything. A song for love and a song for, bring me alone. I've been forced to love and I'll be damned. Yeah, that was, you know, yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm. Praying and meditation, like I told you, it was beyond helpful. My close circle and family, I am, to this day, I feel forever in debt to them because, again, as I said, I was depressed and suicidal, legit suicidal. Um, my strength as a mom, you know, just seeing my son every day just made me want to do better, be better for him, um, especially because he was going through his own transition through it. He was peeing on himself. He was going through behavioral issues in school, and I had to be like, girl, get yourself right because your, your son needs your help therapy. I went to therapy. I saw myself a therapist and she was amazing in helping me go through this process and kind of heal through this journey. Like I said, I was getting my snatch game on, working out, eating right. Yes, yes, yes. Setting firm boundaries is another thing that I had to do. I, at the time, um, one time he came to visit our son I went into my refrigerator, and I was like, a confianza? Like, how are you going to come up into my refrigerator and uh, open it up? And that's when I realized, like, if I do not set some firm boundaries because we share this space, you're going to keep coming and doing stuff or expecting stuff and not only bring confusion to myself but also to my son. And I'm so grateful, and I know a lot of people don't have that, you know, you know the time of the opportunity for it, but um it was income tax season coming up and my lease was expiring, so it was like double grace. I moved and I moved around the corner. I didn't have to disrupt my son's schooling, but I moved around the corner and had my own space. It was my apartment, my place where that boundary was set and firm. Like you couldn't even come in my door if unless it, you were invited because you didn't live there before. It was my space. Well, my space with my baby, but you know, it was my space, right? Um, next meet new people. Try to make new friends, you know. You would see how enlightening it is to like speak to other people. It's like a breath of fresh air. Um, and know that you're likable, right? You're likable. I think you're likable. I think you're likable. If you don't think you're likable, I think you're likable. <laughs> right? Lastly, forgive. Forgive. Yes. Forgive. You're going to have to forgive that person in order for you to move on. Forgive them for what they've done. Forgive them for what you've contributed. Forgive yourself. Forgive. One thing that I remember having a conversation with my son's father years ago, I said, thank you. Thank you for leaving me because if you wouldn't have left me, I wouldn't become the person that I am now. Um, have the strength, the courage um, to be who I am now and the growth. And I really do sincerely from the bottom of my heart, thank you because I didn't know how to get out and I wanted to get out. And You did that for me. And I had to see it that way in order for me to grow because I was unhappy for a long time. I really, really was. And I'm sure he was too. We were young when we got together. But forgiveness is so important because it's freeing. You're able to release things and move on. And there's different journeys and different parts of forgiveness that I had to do with him, forgiving the breakup, forgiving um, the loss of, our unborn child. Um, that was a harder one that I kind of lingered on for a while for. Um, but I had to do my own forgiveness journey because I, I, I needed to free myself and I've been so liberated and freed and allowed myself to open up my heart to another relationship, which is my marriage. And that was important because we can't bring that luggage along. And that was a mistake that I made when my husband and I first started dating. I had that suitcase like right next to us. And I had to like let it go and burn those clothes. No need to bring it along, right? So I always find quotes. <laughs> I always find things online, but I thought this was good. This was not, there was not an author to it. So it says, pain makes you stronger. Tears make you braver. And heartbreaks make you wiser. So think the past. For a better future. I'm hoping that if you are experiencing any kind of heartache, breakup, Valentine's Day is triggering something for you, that you thank them for the breakup, thank them for the heartache, and know that something beautiful, beautiful, beautiful is going to come along for you. Put your best foot forward, love yourself a little bit more, and focus on you. Don't focus on the hurt, the pain the drama the trauma whatever it is that's going on focus on you and if you have a child I will say it's not about you it's about your child let go of that bitterness that baby daddy bitterness or whatever it's about your kids that's another topic that we're gonna have to have on co-parenting but that is all for today beauty is me Thanks for listening to the Beauteous Me Podcast. Please be sure to download new episodes every week and send us your girl what were you thinking or asking for a friends' stories to info at imbeauteousme.com. All entries remain anonymous. Also, don't, 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 don't forget to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button now.